Hi, this is Mary Angela Perna, and welcome to Mary's Place Media, formerly Lush Labs. I am thrilled. I have a gentleman on the show today who we talked a little while ago when I knew that I was going to be moving the show into all things wellness, recovery, just living a good life. And this individual has inspired me greatly. And Thomas, I'm probably going to say your last name wrong, even though I'm Italian myself, but I'm going to say Thomas Gagliano. You nailed it. Did I nail it? Because sometimes, well, okay. So you are an MSW, you are a uh, all things relationships, you're a best-selling author of The Problem Was Me, and you've been on shows and this is just a small sample, like the Jenny McCarthy show. You go on XM Radio all the time. What other shows have you been on? Uh, I've been on. I go on John Fugel saying a lot. I'm on. Uh, oh, I all love him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm on. Uh, I'm on the All Out show uh, in California, uh, and I used to be on the Taylor, Taylor Wake Up with Taylor show, but she and uh, Sirius uh, really split apart. But I was on her show about once a month. So yeah, I've been on a, a few of those uh, Sirius Radio shows. It's always a good time. That's great. So you are, in my view, you are just such a great, commu- you, you communicate what, some dynamics in relationships so that we can make our relationships work. And, you know, we just, we, we're all going through COVID right now. And here mm-hmm. in New Jersey, it looks like things are getting better and there's, you know, some areas yeah. are opening up. But let's face yep. it, I mean, you know, my husband and I have a very solid marriage, as I was saying to you up there, and we've had our moments where, I mean, he's working from home, and we're here, and, you know, the kids are here. I mean, it's, it's not, and we're in a house. I mean, some people are in, like, small court, you know, they have a apartment, and I did apartment living forever in the city. What would you, would you say that, like, the people that you talk to, let's just start with this, like, has COVID it's got to be, well, and, I, and I, I, I get into relationships that were not healthy. I'm sorry? Yeah, I'm, so, yeah, I'm sorry. The, the TV just went on on its own. It's on a timer. But I heard everything you said. <laughs> I apologize. No, I heard, no I heard every, everything you so said. So what I'm asking um, is, you know, from you, now you get relationship questions all the time. I am sure, and, and listen, I've been in, you know, in, in another life, I was in a, a, an abusive situation many, many, many years ago, and thank God no children involved in that, but I can only imagine, you know, people kind of stuck in a situation, or even if their relationships are, are just, you know, your average marriage, but it's like, you've got kids now at home, everyone's home, it's like, you get this a lot? Yeah, well, you know what happens is we are in social isolation, which could be an opportunity to get closer to our children and closer to our significant other. But here is the most important relationship we have, Mary, and that's the one we have with ourselves. There's Mm. no more important relationship in the world than the one we have with ourselves. We're the common denominator in all our relationships. So what I believe happens a lot is we've gotten away from that. We've gotten away from self-care. We've gotten away from really building a relationship with who we are, what do we like, what don't we like. So this virus, with my clients, I tell them that this is the opportunity to figure out what you like, what you don't like, what you Mm. like in words, what you don't like in words and actions, because that relationship you have with you is going to show up with all your other relationships. Right. Now, 
a lot of what I do comes from my own childhood and what, what I, I call myself a family dynamics expert because I connect everything to childhood messages. I believe mm. childhood messages influence every part of our life to the intimacy we have right. and don't have, to the careers we choose, the roles we play, to everything. So whenever I talk to clients, whether I'm talking to them about getting individual help for themselves or I talk to them about couples or I talk to them about their children or I talk to them about business, somehow it always filters down and connects to the messages we received early on and how that impacts every part of our life. So that's really right. what I go by. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I went through kind of a weird thing during, during this uh, lockdown where I was looking up fr friends that, you know, had, you know, I, a band, you know, I felt abandoned me or I didn't know what happened to that, really, you know, that friendship. Like, I'm just talking about like a girlfriend, you know, like a friendship. And, and in doing so, it kind of brought up a lot of feelings, right? And the truth was is that it actually brought me back. Because like every single day, I, as I as I told you off air, every single day I do a, you know, I'm very I got very serious about like a spiritual practice. Like you know, everyone has their spiritual practice of choice, and I'm involved in recovery and journaling and meditation and prayer and gratitude lists and forgiveness and etc. I do this every morning in yoga. It's changed my life drastically when you do it consistently, right? But a lot comes up. And what was coming up for me was some childhood friendships when I was a kid. When I was like a young kid, when I was bullied in third and fifth grade. And this is going to sound corny, but, you know, it, 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 when you're a little kid, you internalize certain things. And what that internalized was that, like, I was, like, you know, ex I was excluded from, like, my friends during, like, those couple of years. I was, there was little things that happened in junior high, whatever. And I felt like sometimes, like, you know, excluded a little bit, even though I was kind of like in the quote-unquote popular crowd or I always had friends. But there's, there's always drama, right, among kids. And, but when you're in a, in, a, in a situation in a family dynamic where there might be, you know, addiction issues, any kind of dysfunction, I realized that I didn't, you know, and I had wonderful parents in many, many ways, but sadly there was, you know, some addiction issues and, 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 and I didn't, you know, I internalized it that I didn't have that soft place to fall with, a, you know, being kind of bullied. I was always really tiny and, and there was this split who, who knows what it was. We were all kids, but I didn't right. have that soft place to fall. And let me tell you that feeling of, I'm not worthy of being liked or I'm not worthy of what I, even though I've always had friends, but that feeling where I'm not worthy of being loved, right. Has yeah. been seen through, through a lot of like choices I've made and codependency issues, right. Throughout my life. So for me, COVID right. forced me to look at some really old stories from like third and fifth grade. I mean, who would yeah. think that, that I couldn't even remember some of their last names? Like, why would that even yeah. matter? Well, it ended up mattering. I figured it out, like in meditation and you know, prayer, et cetera, in recovery work. I figured it out. Well, it's because I didn't have like in my mind, I didn't have like a family dynamic that was like a soft place to fall, as, as I say. Would, 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 yeah. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah. We see what happens early on in childhood when we feel like we don't matter to 
our parents or to anyone. It's not right. our relatives or the people that we stop loving. It's we stop loving ourselves. And then right. a wound develops. A wound develops inside of ourselves. And, when the, and we think that that wound uh, has healed or we manipulate the truth about it or we downplay it. Like you said, there's something silly. So you're downplaying it. You're saying something silly. But mm-hmm. really, it doesn't go away. And in adult life, especially with those we're closest to, when they touch that wound, it, we go out. And the pain reawakens mm. in us. And we time right. travel back. We time travel back to when we were little kids, and right. we really do time travel back to that little girl you are that was really right. affected and hurt at that stage of your life. And, and you know scared. what we do is, and yeah, yeah. And yeah. what we do is, we go into a self survival mode, and we do exactly right. the same things we did as a children. We may become codependent. We may become controlling. We may become angry. We may become all those things that we did as a child to survive. And that's why I go to childhood messages, because even the relationships we have with our significant other, you know, we're not only in a relationship with them, but we're in a relationship with their childhood messages as well. So we got to remember, you know, if somebody comes from a childhood that they will criticize very much, well, they're going to be sensitive to criticism as a husband or wife or partner. So you may tell them, hey, Mm. could you please, you you could say you didn't take out the garbage last night. And what they hear is, she just said, I'm a horrible husband. Right, and right, and no, you're just saying yes. it, and you're just saying it really like, like, like innocuously, like, hey, you know, and give you me don't, favor, and you like, don't realize. Can you, can you like remember not to clean this thing up on the counter next time? Like, just, yeah. just, just help me out. And they're hearing it as this attack, when and, and they get very defensive and angry, and you're like, wait, I wasn't, I'm not even mad. Like, what do you, you don't know what's happening? Right. Well, right. that's the filter that that they come from from their childhood. Right. We all have different filters. So we when all some, have our when, own filters, right, right, right. Right. So when, when somebody says something, it may not be what we hear. Again, when somebody says something, it may not be what we hear. This is why I make couples repeat back. What did you hear me say? So sometimes that helps us hear in a different way, a different, that's why we talk, I have my clients talk about feelings because underneath the content is the feelings. Like, for instance, to say, you know, when you told me to take out the garbage, I felt like I was a bad person, defective, like I was doing something wrong. And then you could reply back, I'm sorry you feel like that. That's not really what I meant. And now we're having an intimate conversation. Now we're getting off of the content. So this is what couples have to talk to is to talk to the feelings, not just talk to the content. Um, So we really understand and get closer to that person and understand how they're really feeling. So it's really important as I do with my couples. Right. Like, can I ask you this? So I know that like there was a major breakthrough and and I have a a great guy. My man, great. I'm so lucky. But listen, I mean, you know, he's like a Mets fanatic, loves his baseball, Sometimes I feel kind yep. of alone. I would love it if I, you know, in my fantasy life, I would love some guy that would sit there with me and we could laugh all day long and, you know, t- and he'd mm-hmm. listen to me because I love to talk on out for hours on end. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, right. We all have like, and then go antiquing with me and blah, 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 blah. Right. This thing that we have in our minds. And I love, you did this, like, little short video. By the way, I really recommend everybody go on um, on uh, Thomas's Instagram because he has these, like, tiny little videos, but they're great. What is your Instagram handle before I forgot, before I forget? It's, it's, 
you, if you go on uh, the problem was me, uh, you get the Instagrams. But I think what would really help some of your listeners was I have my podcast. Which if you ah. go anywhere you listen to pod, if you anywhere you listen to podcast, if you go to the problem with me. Um, I, I, iTunes, Spotify, uh, whatever, yep. Pandora, whatever they're called, and if you plug in the problem with me, I have twenty four twenty minute podcasts, and they cover everything it. from communication, communication to addiction to to uh, uh, absolute boundaries, healthy boundaries. I have a podcast on a lot of uh, a lot of stuff so i think um, i love it podcast, i love it yeah so yeah. now so what i love that you did this little short one and it was just it was great because it was like in alignment with something that my my husband and i over coffee this morning we have coffee now during the week because he's working from home which by the way i found out right. be till the end of the year which i almost had a heart attack when i heard that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I'm grateful that he has, you know, his job is fine, obviously. That's not right. just the rules. Right. Okay. All right. I feel like I have to say that because I know this is uh, so many people hurting. Okay. Um. Anyway, so we were sitting this morning over coffee, and, you know, we what one of the things that we do to connect, you know, because we have two kids, and, you know, we homeschool our youngest, and, and, and you know, there's it, she has some developmental delays, and so there's some – sometimes we don't connect. And he works a lot of hours, right? So we connect and go away just him and I like a couple times a year. And and I chair, I value, so does he. Like we value this time. Like we'll go to like Newport or we'll go to just some, you know, just pretty much here in the Northeast area, just, you know, because we like to drive. Right. And like we're going to go to Vermont or something. And and so he had surprised me in January with this gorgeous bed and breakfast in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, that's a historical, yeah. I think it might be a landmark, I don't know, but it's like from the, like the 1800s, and a lot of weddings happen there, yeah. it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, and he surprised me with it, and I was, it was supposed to be in April, I was so excited, and then of course COVID happened, and you know, it was a bummer that that didn't get to happen, and but so we were to the, so the, so now that things like we're on the other side of the curve here in Jersey and hopefully we can do this you know sooner than later or you know even if we just do anything it, it's important to us for to connect and we were talking about that and I'm sitting there talking with him and we're just going on and on about how much we're looking forward to just going away and how it connects us and it's important to both of us and he was saying this and he's not like this feelings guy that I would in my in my fantasies I would love to have um he's kind of more you know just like the fa- he just wants the facts ma'am you know one of those and he likes the sports and he's but when we're together, when it's just him and I, and we have that time, and he doesn't have work, and and you know I'm like I've got my I'm on my downtime. It's amazing how much we connect. Like it's almost like we're back to when we were dating. It's really amazing. And yeah, and we love going to restaurants, even like a little you know even even a great little diner we find on the way somewhere. We just love yeah. stuff like this, and it right. it just. He was going on and on about how much he loves doing that and how important that is to him and that his family is so important to him. And, and, then, and then I was joking with him because we used to have, like, these shows that we would watch all the time. But because everyone's on their own yeah. device, like, we don't really do that as much anymore. And he was like, look, find shows. We'll do it. Like, in other words, he always ends up doing what would make me happy. He wants me to be happy. 
Does that make sense? Right, right. So do, so do I yeah, wish that I, is, is there a part of me that wishes that I could reprogram him and make him this, you know, he's really, you know, emotions and wants to hear me 24 seven and go on, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then we do all these and go, like I said, antiquing, whatever it is that I think that I would love. Sure. I wish that he was more into feelings. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah. But when where it counts, where it matters, mm-hmm. he's there, and he lets me be fully right. myself. Right. Not I don't want to say that to me. He, I'm blessed that I'm with someone that has enough confidence within themselves that he's not threatened by. Like when I had my political show, he wasn't threatened by. He was he was my biggest fan, right. my biggest champion. Right. Right. And he always is. Good. Good. So I love when you say that, how did you put it? Something about 50-50. Help me. What did you say? Like, you're not going to get everything you want. Yeah, like you're not going to get everything you want. Like it's not, yeah. that's not how it goes. Yeah, relationships are not, are not always 50-50. You know, there's certain right. areas where you have to, there's certain areas where you have to, do more of the relationship and put in more in certain areas where, you know, you need more in a certain aspects of the relationship. And that's okay. If we go into expecting 50, 50 in every situation, what will eventually happen is that we set ourselves up for predetermined resentments. You know, we may have, right. we have a partner that, that's better with finances. So they take care of the finances and they budget us and we may have a partner that's better with discipline. So we let them handle maybe the children that's discipline with the kids or whatever it is, different situations. We all have strengths and weaknesses. So if we go into a marriage expecting every situation to always be a 50, 50 proposition, um, we're going to set ourselves up for resentments. So sometimes we just have to put in more than they do. And other times they'll put in more than we do. So right. one of the, uh, one of the most important areas in a relationship is learning how to resolve that conflict because that's really what it's all about. I mean, nobody, none of your listeners are promised a perfect marriage or a perfect life or a perfect relationship. So it's really based a lot on when we have difficulties and life's always about difficulties. We have financial kid difficulties, financial difficulties, COVID difficulties. There's always difficulties. Well, how are we as a couple regulating that discomfort? What are we doing as a couple? Do we, do we run away and get angry? Do we shut down? Do we go take a drink? Do we, what do we do? Or right. do we stay in the, com- in the conversation, validate and acknowledging our partner's feelings and, and really maybe not totally agreeing, but choosing closeness instead of being right and trying to work through it uh, as best as we can. Because really, every couple has discomfort, disagreements. It's part of life. And it's how we work through that that really is the strength of a healthy relationship. Right. And, you know, and I I have to say, like, I think that, um, you know, and, and again, as I said, I do, like, a lot of spiritual work, and I do it every morning. And, you know, one of the big tenets in any spiritual, you know, serious spiritual practice is forgiveness or just viewing your partner, like, through a forgiveness lens. And... You know, I we went through some rough years. And I, when I say rough, I don't mean, like, deal breakers, but just difficulties, right? And right. and I'm going to tell you, I'll never forget, it was about a year and a half ago, and I was really doing this work in the morning, and 
he was sta- like on right outside the room I was in, like by you know in, in, by the closet, and I'm like looking at him, and he wasn't he was like minding his business, doing his stuff, and I just went over and I looked at him, and I I just like viewed him through this like like how when like how I felt about him when I met him and all the wonderful qualities yeah. he has. He's super mm-hmm. smart. He's very funny. Yeah. He's super loving. He's an amazing. And I just saw him in for all the wonderful things that he is. And it's like I saw him in such a it was a it was this profound moment of like Right, I love this right. man. Now, is now do are right. there things that like I have I could sit here and dwell on my resentments all day long, right? We all yeah, do that, yeah. and, and I'm certainly have mm-hmm. done that. But right, that just gets us into a negative circle. <laughs> it's just done. Yeah, right. I mean, right. So Absolutely. I don't know. I'd rather go. I'd rather go through a lens of like, hey, listen, this is how I'm feeling. And then just kind of, my husband needs to think about things and then just walk away and just like appreciate what I have with him, you know? Right. And that's why we have to pay attention to building a better relationship with ourselves. Right. Because when we're really happy with ourselves, we don't give power to other people. Mary, I I have to kind of get good off now. I'm sorry. No problem. Uh, Well, I thank you so, so very much. And where can people find you before we hang up real quick? Yeah, you go to my website, The Problem Was Me, and I have digital, digital products on parenting there and on intimacy on that website, as well as my book. You can go to Amazon.com or, or Barnes & Noble. And my other book is called Don't Put Your Crap in Your Kid's Diaper. You know why? Love the cleanup it. Course is gonna last, the cleanup course is going to last a lifetime. So, That's and, right. Uh, yeah, and every, everything is about the problem with me, podcasts and everything. So enjoy, and I, I hope it helps a lot of people out there. Well, I, I promise me you'll come back on, and thank you so much. I will. Thank you. Thank you, Mary, for having me. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.